This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. We are bringing back Miriam Del Angel, the author of Latinas in Corporate. Welcome back, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me back again. What do you think corporate America is doing as, as, a, a, as a corporate responsibility in attracting quality, qualified Latino talent? What are they doing nowadays? What I've seen mm -hmm. is that they're being open-minded and looking at not just the Harvard's, or the Notre Dames and those universities, which is great. Mm -hmm. We do have talented Latinos there, but we also have talented Latinos in UIC, yeah. in, you know, the other universities that are close by. Are there um, other universities besides UIC? Northeastern. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Northeastern, no? Was I it? went to Northeastern. Yeah, Northeastern. Yeah. Yeah. My wife went to Northeastern. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's, there's other, yeah. and really trying to promote that. <laughs> the challenge is, in most corporations, is that, they tend to go with their alumni, right? So yeah. if I'm a huge Notre Dame person, those partners are going to push, okay, who's going to go to my school because they're part of the associations and things like that. Oh, Frito-Lay, if you were like, it was University of Virginia. I swear everyone who came in was from there. Right. But how do we get diversity in that? Right. So it's selling that to the recruiters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that we have this thing about, you know, diversity, right? Diversity, mm -hmm. equity, and inclusion. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I have a love and hate relationship with diversity um, because I think at one point I did it full time and the company I was with was just checking a box. Mm. And yeah, now- it's not done genuinely. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. have to, and you have to throw money at it. You can't yeah. just be like, well, here's 10,000. Can you like increase our population by blah, 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 blah. And you're just like- yeah, you're putting all this other you're money. Like, this wouldn't even things. get me a good mariachi. Right. Like, <laughs> right. And I always yeah. tell them, I yeah. said, I'm sorry, yeah. not all the Latinos hang out in the same coffee shop. Yeah. No. It's not that easy. But they're investing. If they truly want to make that change, they're investing in recruiting. They're investing in programming. But they have to go a step further and start at the high school level. Mm. And introducing them. To what is accounting? What is finance? What is I agree? You know, technology. Yeah. What the is school STEM? doesn't do that at that level. They don't do they it. Don't do that. Well, no. especially if, if unfortunately, the numbers show that most of the schools that Black and Brown kids go are not really funded schools, so they don't have those programs to begin with. Mm -hmm. So, if companies really want to make an impact, they need to start. Yeah, that's your chance. Making that and and you know introducing that early, so when they're in college, they know what it is. They know what other options are and then start recruiting those students versus like um, getting them a junior, senior year. And then also yeah. an, a big advocate of paid internships. I don't believe in other internships, especially for uh, black and brown kids, because they have to work. They got bills to pay Student and they loans. can't take right. a semester yeah. off right. Right. to do an internship if they, you know, that's why they work at Target or, or whatever because they have to pay those bills. So like when my daughter got the internship, when when she inquired, I said, make sure you put, I'm interested in a paid internship mm -hmm. to set your expectations right. early on because yes, it's a great opportunity. You're doing architecture and this is before you're not even in the program, mm -hmm. but you but, need money for yeah. school too. <laughs> yeah, you need to survive, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, a thousand percent. And I, I think it's very... Um, 
inspirational that your daughter is going to be an architect. How did she decide that? Like what inspired her? Like, is it seeing you like, I, you know, you think about like what we want for our children and right. we want them to dream big. And if you think about like, that's a really big dream. So it's a funny story because, so as I mentioned earlier, I'm half Colombian, half Mexican. Mm-hmm. My Colombian side, including my mom, I live in Florida. Mm. So I'm in Miami all the time. So sometimes people are like, when they see me here, they're like, I thought you lived in Miami. And I'm like, I know I'm always over there back and forth. And um, there was a program at the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. And every summer we try to have our kids go to different things. So like this summer, my youngest son, he's going to Arizona for Barca, the camp. Mm-hmm. And then my middle one's going to Merida, Yucatan to really work on her Spanish. And um, my oldest, last this they're doing that this year. But last year, my um, the one that's graduated, she's like, Ma... I saw University of Miami has programs, and so you're there in the summer sometimes. Maybe I should look at it. So I said, yeah, let's look at it. So she applied, and she got accepted, Mm -hmm. and she had to pick something. So we're sitting there looking at her options, and they had, like, business. They had chemistry. They had even marine biology, which I thought was pretty cool. And she goes, well, I'm good at math, and I'm good at art. She's my artist. She's very artistic. And she goes, I think I'm going to try architecture. And I was like, yeah, try it. And it's a credit, six weeks. Yeah. But funny, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, she's in the dorms and everything. And she says, oh, yeah, I'm going to party and I'm going to see how it is. And, and I said, Mija, I don't, I don't think they'll let you out. You're not even 18 yet. And she's like, oh. And so then she, I dropped her off. And then I just, my mom's in West Palm Beach. So I just was everywhere. And my son was in Tampa for MG Academy for soccer. And I would check in with her. I'm like, como vas? You know, how are things? And she had roommates from, she, I think her roommate was from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. She met people from Brazil and mm-hmm. Cuba. And it was amazing, oh, this program. Nice. It's a melting Greece, pot out there. Yes, yeah. I yeah. love Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And me being, trying to be cool mom, I'm like, so did you go out anywhere? Did you, any cute boys? Yeah. What's going on? She goes, mom, I'm in the studio all hours. Like, I'm like, I <laughs> fell in love with this. Oh my God, that's She so fell cool. in love with it. She didn't even go to like the program that they would go shopping in the weekend. She was just focused on her portfolio to the point where um, a month later, you know, you go and they do like presentation. The dean and the professors came up to me and they're like, your daughter was amazing. She was always in the studio. Like she oh. was so involved and mm-hmm. focused that I think she found what she really likes. So she's like, mom, I want to do architecture. And wow. that's I how just she... goosebumps. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, great, because I don't know anything about architect. And then when we went to uh, sh- the Chicago, um, Washington um, mm-hmm. College had a um, college fair for only architecture. And she goes, Ma, would you take me? And I said, sure. So I go there mm-hmm. and I all these schools like MIT and like all these schools from all over the U.S. Was, were there. And I was impressed, but again, I don't know, like there's a five-year program that you have to do and like all these things. So I was the mom in the back, like, do you have merit scholarships? I don't know this world. And, and that's yeah. why she applied and she got into Pratt Institute, who honestly gave her the most money. Um, so we're like, yeah, you're going there. Um, <laughs> but she likes New York too. Um, okay. and, and so we're excited for her. So that's how... And we'll see, you know, and she did a shadow day at this arch- architecture firm that's Latino owned. Yeah. And, um, and she liked it and they really liked her. So they, they asked her like, Hey, maybe in the summer, you know, come back. And that's why it's like, Hey, and she's like, how do I send an email? So I'm like, you're lucky you have a mom in HR. <laughs> <laughs> so I helped her with that. So for people who don't have a mom in HR, what would you tell them to do? Research. I think the biggest thing that we need to 
how, and I know it's hard for kids, but it's, but when they're in, you know, high school or college, start thinking about like my, my younger two have no clue. Well, my middle one is in a law program right now and she, they both go to Jones and she really likes that program, mm-hmm. but it's really talk to people. And I say this to my mentees too, like when they're just starting out, like, I don't know what I want to do. Like they come to me for HR. I'm like, there's so many things in HR. I always recommend doing your research and talking, like, tell me what your day looks like. What are your challenges? What do you love about it? What would you change? You know, things like that. I think it's the best thing for anybody, even if you're doing, changing your careers, uh, read, you know, do all those things. That's what I would recommend. I love it. It was just fascinating, the work and what you've been exposed to and just hearing the impact and influence you have on your own children, too. I think the platform that you're using is just exposing your story and stories of others to really propel the next generation that it is possible, right? But we have to be courageous enough to to tell our story. Right. Right? And, and tell it well. Right. Right. It, it's one thing to be humble, but it, it's another, another thing to be assertive, like, I did this, right? Right. Please be aware of that. So then... They, they see the, the opportunity and, and the force that we are to really make an impact. And that we've been already making an impact, but right. now seeing it at a different level. Right. And I think because of social media, we have a platform where we can not only reach our community, we can reach nationally, globally, yes. yeah. and get to see what other people are doing and share that and learn. We can just be on a... I was just on a Zoom call today with someone from London, right? And how easy it is to have access now to more information, good or bad. Yeah. Um, but pick also, and choose, right? You pick right. and choose, right? <laughs> but if you're interested in something, now there's more opportunity. Um, so in, for spring break, um, so I'm divorced, right? So even that like is another layer, right? So for spring break, I took my kids to Rome and Paris because I really wanted them. And they've been to Barcelona before mm-hmm. years ago for like so- soccer, but I really want to try to expose them to those things because yes. I didn't get to see that until I was in college. And for them to see there's a bigger world outside of Chicago, though I love Chicago, um, but outside of the U.S. And even being there, like my kids are like, oh, I can do a semester. I'm like, yeah, if you get those scholarships, I know. even better. <laughs> you can do anything as long as it's paid. Yeah, right, yeah, right. But yeah. it's true. We have to, um, and this is always funny because I always say there's no English word for this, but like we have to inculcar eso yeah. in our kids. We took right. our kids to like, we, we've we gone to Rome and we went to like Venice and this we went to, this time we went to like Madrid and Barcelona. And I told them, I'm like, you have to dream really big and you have to travel really far and you can't just stay here and you have to know that it's, and it's funny because when my family's in Mexico and we're going there this summer, of course, and my son's like, I want to see Mexico. I don't just want to go to a rancho. And I was just like, okay. I'm like, I want to see Mexico (laughs) too. Cause I've never been to like Oaxaca or any of those places because we always go and just visit our family. And so I was like, that's going to be our next goal too know our country better we're going to refresh our cafecito while we do that visit our website corpcafecito.com for more information on how to contact mario or me
So my kids have been to Colombia. I actually have dual citizenship with Colombia. So I, my kids have been to Colombia and Puerto Rico. They've never been to Mexico because unfortunately my father passed away like 12 years ago and he oh, was sorry. the connection, right? Mm -hmm. He was the one like, oh, let's go visit Tias and Tios, but it was through him. Yeah. So I'm excited. My daughter's doing the Merida and I said, oh, I've never been there. You know, I would tell my daughter, she's like, this is my trip. <laughs> I'll go another time. But, but it's right. Exposing the culture. And cause I tell mm -hmm. them like, y'all didn't grow up where every other summer I was either in Mexico or in Colombia yeah. and growing in a rancho. And in, you know, having buckets of water, they got to warm up the water yeah. days, right, yeah. or yeah. chase the chickens yeah. and not knowing we're going to eat that, you yeah. know, things like that. They have so no, true. Clue. no clue. So true. And my yeah. oldest always says, Ma, I wish I kind of grew up that way because like, she, she doesn't feel connected. Toilets. Right. Oh, and I tell them like when we're in Europe, I said, oh my God, I remember in college we had to pay to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And still do in Mexico. In still do. So yeah, I haven't been in Mexico in, parts, in years. Yeah, yeah. That they were like, what? And, and I was toilet like, paper yes, too. So, yes. Right. And it's like, oh, you need more than that. Yeah. So that that was for them, They're, you know, like open days. Because even for me, I used to think going to the lake was a big, big deal. deal. Going to the beach. Right. Yeah. And I'm like in Little Village and yeah. being like, oh my God, we're going to go to the lake. And now I live in the South Loop. And it's like it's not far, it's there. Yeah. but it always well, it seems such so a, far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. But, but also the fear. Mm -hmm. My parents were very fearful mm -hmm. of you stay in this bubble, and you know we'll only go to Colombia, we only go to Mexico, we would go to Florida and Disney and stuff once in a while. But it, you know, right or wrong, it's just that's how they were brought up. Yeah, and 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 it's now that I'm older, I'm understanding more why my dad was so strict. I understand more why my mom is very, doesn't trust anybody. So I'm trying to even now, like with her, she was just here for the graduations for, mm -hmm. you know, both my kids that, you know, I, I, I have that challenge too, that I'm like, but ma, and she's like, my ma's funny. If you meet her, she'll say, yo vi la vida, yo sé todo. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> actually mom. So it's hard mm -hmm. to like, see, we need her confidence. Right. <laughs> and she has the confidence, but it's so funny because a lot of my friends We'll be out talking about our parents and we all have the same story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. They're stuck in their ways. Yeah. But again, it's how they're raised, and right or wrong. It's just that's how. And then I, I tell my kids, I'm like, if I start, you know, like I acting like, like and they're like, we won't let you, mom. And then my girlfriends are like, we'll check each other. <laughs> we have to, you know, it's, it's very, um, my grandmother passed last month Sorry. and she had always said, like, we had tried to move her in with like one of my aunts or my mom. And, and she always said, yo salgo de mi casa con los pies por delante. And oh. she did. We had, she left oh. in an ambulance. And so I was just like, she, she got it. She yeah. did it her way, her way, how she wanted it. Yeah. And then, you know, but then we're all like, we can't be like that. <laughs> like we have to be less stubborn yes. or be more, more acoplados. Right, right. But also talking about another challenge is um, when my dad passed away, mm -hmm. you know, there was no will. There was no yeah. trust. Mm -hmm. And he owned property. And it was like a hot a mess. mess. Yeah. And then with siblings, it's even worse. Yeah. So I tried to explain to my mom that. I'm like, ma, you know, tienes que dejar algo para saber que tú quieres, you know, whatever. No, yo me muero. It's your problem. <laughs> but that's metal. We don't talk about that. Yeah. We don't really talk about death. I'm still yeah. living. And I'm like, yeah. that that's not the point. Yeah. So we're very much the bridge generation. Right. Yeah. Right? That like our kids have like they're they got it good. Yeah, they're <laughs> they yes. It. But we have to be that conduit for our parents too. Yeah. Right. But the challenge I think, at least for my kids, is really 
they need to really want to know the culture. Yeah. And I think that's where the challenge is because I grew up, again, going to those countries as every other summer mm -hmm. and being that, where they haven't. So even in the language and even in what they want to do. So we need to, as parents, to kind of like keep enforcing that. Like, this is our culture or what we do like for Christmas or what we do for those things. But they're going to go and do their own thing. So I'm always hoping like, don't forget where you came from. My, uh, my son, my youngest, Mario, he uh, like one time I was saying, so I was like, okay, you got to start eating chile because we're Mexican, you know, and he goes, we're Mexican. And I go, you don't think it's weird that all of our vacations are to Mexico, that we eat Mexican food every day? That we, and he goes, huh? And I'm like, hablamos español en la casa. It's just like, I never thought about it. Right. I'm like, what'd you think you were? And he's like, I don't know. Right. That's funny. And it's true because if you're not, like even me growing up, so all I knew was a little village. And then when I went to high school, um, I like, was where'd all these people come from? Right. Yeah. When, and I was part of the Mexican folkloric dance company for like mm -hmm. 10 years. And when I went to high school, I went with a group of those girls mm -hmm. and we were like five Latinas in the whole Mother Macaulay in the South Side. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And that was like, that was the first time I've ever experienced racism, like racism, because we were the only ones. Right. Yeah. Right. But I was never exposed to that. And, and then when I went to college, was another realization of a bigger world, yeah. but also being proud of being Mexican and Colombian. Yeah. 100%. Like you had to represent even oh, yeah. harder. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. those things that, you yeah. know, you're not exposed to usually um, depending on what your circle is. Right. So I don't know. It's, it's so interesting, but it all is. we can do, like I always say as a parent is like, we can show them and hope for the best yeah. because at the end of the day, they're going to do. Yeah. 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 They'll take yeah. maybe some of it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I just want to thank you for coming. I have seen, you know, your post, your story. I'm excited for your book. I know that this is the beginning of something bigger. I'm assuming you're going to write more books. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> this was a, a big one for me. So <laughs> we'll it see is. where it takes me. I think you've been a phenomenal role model and advocate Thank for you. Latinos and just being present in those meetings and, and saying our names. And just, you know, I, I always think like if you go into HR and there's someone who looks like you, there's like an automatic sense of like relief or like, you know, warmth. And um, I've, I've tried to explain that to people. Like, I'm like, you walk into a room and you know who's Latino, who's a Latina in that room when you walk in. Right. And I'm like, and it's just such a, a beautiful sense of like help and like comfort and knowing that you know what I know and believe what I believe. Um, even if we don't all believe the same thing, we have something in common. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And so I think it's beautiful that you're there and, and you're you. representing us and making us really proud. Thank <laughs> you. I'm trying and I'm trying to bring more people with me. Yeah. So <laughs> where can someone purchase the book? How sure. can they connect? So um, it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. What's the title? Uh, Latinas Incorporate, mm -hmm. overcoming cultural obstacles with work and family. And also, I'm on Instagram, um, Miriam HR Latina. I'm also on LinkedIn, Miriam Del Angel, and on Facebook as well. Excellent. So perfect. Well, then we hope to see you here soon Thank again. You. Well, and... we have a question though. How oh. do you take your oh, coffee? Yeah. How do you take your coffee? How do you take your coffee? I might be the only Colombian that doesn't drink coffee. Oh, oh yeah. did we know that before she, we actually did not joined know the show? You don't drink coffee? No, I yes. think I have so much energy. Well, I, I will admit, 
when I'm in Miami, every once in a while, I have a cortadito. You have Cubano. to. Yeah, okay. You oh. have to. And I'm yeah. like, that. oh my yes. God. <laughs> but that's once in a while because then I will be jumping on the walls. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. No, I really appreciate it. was really this. fun. Absolutely. Thank you. And, you know, keep inspiring us and others. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Yo soy Nayeli Suarez Gas. Y yo soy Mario Rodríguez. Hasta la próxima. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform.